Good Tuesday morning on VFX. It's AJ and McCall. And what did we learn yesterday? Well, McCall's got to dance twice. Dancing yes. with the Relay Stars. Yes. I'll go on on Thursday. Yeah, by then. And we've got the link on our Facebook page. I think it's just under the last post that we had yesterday. Yeah, if you just find it's like nine o'clock yesterday, if you find the uh, event, the event post for Dancing with the Relay Stars underneath it. McCall shared the link that uh, you can get tickets in her name. And you don't, it's a contest. So if you buy tickets for me, it helps it me helps, win. I like three, winning. With the lovely Stacey Hansen in yesterday, who's the uh, events director for mm-hmm. the Cash County Relay for Life. And it's a contest. It's about raising money, but there's some contests involved for raising the most money. And of course, one of the things that bonds McCall and I is our love of competition. So McCall wants to win. So buy tickets from her. Yeah. Go see all the great performers. But McCall will be dancing twice because she's in and she lost iPod Idol. So yeah. make sure to go watch. Oh, AJ McCall on VFX. It's hashtag feel good Tuesday. And today we'll be talking about McCall's favorite thing. Dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Well, animals, but probably mostly. I'd imagine a lot of dogs. Yeah. But animals in general is actually a really great story about a lady who's reunited with a puppy. It's really cool story. McCall may cry. I'm sure I'm going to. I'm already on like high alert today. I'm on my emotional heartstrings are running high. I'm sure your dog will be all right. My dog had an issue last night. We were up all night last night. My my puppy dog, Teasel. I love her. Teasel is actually her name. But that's my dog voice. But she was having a hard time breathing. So I'm a little bit paranoid. I'm really paranoid. I don't know. How many times already this morning, AJ, have I said that I'm concerned about my dog? Uh, I think six. Yeah. And we've been here since 530-ish. I think your dog will be all right. We'll talk about, it's hashtag feel good Tuesday. It's about spreading the good vibes, McCall. It'll, it'll go a long way to helping spread the good karma and ease your mind and paranoia when it comes to your dog. I hope so. I'm sure so. Tisa will be all right. I hope so. I love her. We'll get into a hashtag feel good Tuesday. Again, we got a really good story. It's really cool about a lady who's reunited with her puppy. Uh, that's coming up. Of course, we'll take a look at local news in about 15 minutes or so. But first, of course, McCall's going to get us caught up on everything Hollywood gossip with the 411 every hour right around the 11th after 21 Pilots, which is next on Utah's VFX. Good Tuesday morning. Okay, so say what you will about the Kardashians and say what you will about the Jenners, the Kardashian-Jenner family, I guess you could say. But Wendy Williams, honey, Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're Mm -hmm. doing. She is very outspoken, if you will. But she's very outspoken against, like, everybody. I think I would say loud. Loud. Outspoken to me, you have a point. Yeah, she doesn't really have a point. You're just loud. She's just kind of spitting shade, I guess. I'm still not over the Carrie Underwood thing. No, so first of all, the way that it all started is she had her big fainting thing because she (laughs) fainted. And then I think it was the Kardashian dig. This is Jenner, right? She uh, told uh, Kylie that uh, the baby will look like... The old you. That's right. She did old say that. You. The baby will look like the old you, and I hope you're okay with that, basically. Yeah. And now she's out for blood again, talking about Kim Kardashian, because Kylie Jenner shared a like 11 or 12 minute long video that was about the birth, the whole yeah. nine months of her pregnancy and everything, which was, it was very sweet. It was a very sentimental video. I thought it was cute. And Wendy Williams is saying Kim Kardashian is selfish because... 
well, not for normal reasons, but she's selfish because she showed baby Chicago in Kylie's video. I, 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 I am big Kardashian critic. I, I don't get it. The criticism makes no sense to me. It's her sister, half sister, whatever it is. Yeah, it's her half so sister. What? And the kids are like two weeks apart. So they're obviously going to be best friends because get, they're. Gonna, I don't get the criticism. I don't either. They're going to be forced to be I best friends. I think it's friends. taking a cheap shot at a lightning rod of a family that's easy to yeah. get some cheap laughs from because you, it's easy to get laughs with Kardashians. A lot of people don't like them. I think it's just. I think it's what it is. I think it's a cheap shot that she knows will get a, pot, a reaction that people are like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a knee jerk reaction, yeah. sort of. I I think you're it's right. Lame. Uh, Carrie Hart expresses some ad- admiration for his wife, Pink, after her performance of the national anthem at the Super Bowl while she was sick with the flu. He just wrote a cute little note to her and said, I couldn't be more proud. I love you. Oh, Hashtag my gosh. Goals. I love them so much. That's the 411 this hour. It's a look at local news with AJ and McCall on VFX. Legislators aren't the only ones working long days in Salt Lake City. Cache County Sheriff Chad Jensen has been meeting with state senators and representatives the last two weeks as you look at how bills will impact deputies and officers throughout the state. Uh, Jensen's a member of the law enforcement legislative community and has been watching about 40 to 50 of more than 1,300 bills being discussed this year's. He said, I think the biggest one right now for the jails is uh, HB 157, and that is the Justice Reinvestment Amendments that deals with cognitive life skills, such as training inmates to get their GED, drug addiction, personal finance, how to interview for jobs, stuff like that. You can read more about a few of the bills that uh, Sheriff Jensen is looking at at CashValleyDaily.com. Utah legislatures are piling up a record high number for proposals for new laws at the start of their 45-day lawmaking session. Logging 1,341 bill files as of last week's deadline. They report the number of 43 more than the previous record of 1,298 set just last year. And lawmakers can still file more if they get permission. They're saying that the the intensity of community issues and putting a limit on free speech would be wrong. So he says he can always vote no on the bills that they don't like, but you can read more about it all at cbdaily.com. Uh, this news and more always cashvalleydaily.com. Yep. I-, I like that attitude. Look, we can we can always just vote no. Right. It's fair. Like, go ahead and just bring them in. We can always vote no. We don't I like, like it. I think it's a good attitude also. I'm with you. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. It is uh, 622, 31 degrees. Good Tuesday morning. Felt a little chilly this morning, but uh, still not supposed not to damper. Bad. Most forecast I looked at still had us in the 50s this week. Yeah. Towards the end of the week, we're looking upper 50s, possible low 60s. Yeah, seriously, if this which is, is six more weeks of winter, bring it on, Puxtani Phil. Right. I'm with you. <laughs> Please. Even, I mean, honestly, in all honesty, we should probably get some more snow. So if it snows cool it I obviously really do, won't be around for that long i would like to see at least a little bit more i really do want to try skiing like my brother's moving to vegas in march supposed to stop by for a few days on his way out and i asked him and him and his wife want to try skiing so a little bit of snow would be kind of nice to go do that right well i mean you still can which is good it's, but i want that sweet fresh powder that pal fresh pal <laughs> it's slang for everything mccall that's what 
That's what the kids are saying. Really? Fresh pow, you needed to say that's like my dad abbreviating April. Really it saved how much time to go from fresh powder to fresh pow. You save three letters. People say it all the time. Fresh pow's a real thing. And for the record, if you don't remember the story, my dad abbreviated April second as AP two. Which I had no clue what that meant. Nope. Because those three letters saved immense amounts of time. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag feel good Tuesday. Uh, We're talking about uh, animals, saving animals, adopted animals, because of Coach McCall, big advocate. She's yeah. got her three doggos she's always talking about. But there's a really great story about a lady who's reunited with her puppy. McCall's going to share that story after uh, Pitbull and hmm. Neo Clever. coming up in like three minutes. Good move. What? We're Pitbull, talking about it right? after yeah. Pitbull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you going to cry? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm on like super high emotional alert today. So, of course, share whatever you're feeling good about, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a special announcement, a promotion. You can always do that on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, or text us 68255. Start your text with VFX. But the great story of a woman reunited with her puppy, McCall's got that for us in about six minutes. Say Jay McCall at VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. It's hashtag Feel Good Tuesday. And McCall's got a very good Feel Good Tuesday story involving a lady and a puppy. What more do you need? I'm, I mean, seriously. You talk about a good Feel Good Tuesday story. This is it. Just saying. A dog's been reunited with her original owner, I guess you could say, because that's what happened. Turns out when she was a kid, she got this puppy for... I don't remember what it was for birthday, for Christmas, for fun. Ended up getting this puppy. Anyway, they weren't able to keep the dog, so they ended up passing the dog along to next owners. I know, super sad. Well, anyway, she ends up looking on her friend's Facebook page, and there's a post about a dog that needs to be adopted from a humane society. Right. She says, dude, that looks like my dog. That looks like her Chloe bear was the dog's name. (laughs) And... So she says, what the heck, I'll go down, I'll go give this dog a chance. It's the exact same dog. She checked the microchip. It's been like seven years. How do you think the dog reacts in that situation? I'm sure the dog will remember her. That's the thing with dogs. They, Their memories are really very keen, I would say. It all worked out. Dog, yeah. puppy, mom, reunited. So they're super, super happy. And she gets to take care of this As puppy dog. As McCall starts out every video when I show her a talk video. Hi, Aww. Mom. Hi, puppy. What are you doing? That's usually <laughs> how I start out my my dog videos because I love dogs. Hi, Mom. I'm the biggest fan of dogs. I have three dogs. So, of course, you could continue because it's hashtag feel good Tuesday. Birthdays, anniversaries, whatever you're feeling good about, we want to hear and shout out because we're all about spreading the good vibes. Oh, absolutely. But... The tone of this week's hashtag Feel Good Tuesday is your adopted animals. Yeah. Tell us your adorable adopted animal stories, like how my parents adopted a kitten who was super fuzzy. You know how kittens start a out kitten. super fuzzy? Yeah. And then they Just get the puff like ball. normal cat fur. Puffball dog. Yeah, they're puffballs, puff right? Cat. So they adopted one that was in my grandma's backyard. And it was afraid of everything. It just hissed at anything that moved, so they named it Spooky. Spooky. Spooky the kitten. It was, a, it was a tux cat as well. Oh, cute. So it was black with a little white down the chest. Mm-hmm. Spooky the kitten. Oh, that's cute. That's a really cute name. Yeah, well, the I pattern, dogs pattern with my, my parents' cats. cats, which I'll get into a little bit later, is S names. 
A lot of S names. Oh, okay. That's what they decided the pattern was a very uh, long time ago. Because my, my family has soft spot for adopting cats especially. Hey, which, I get that. Yeah. I've got a soft spot for a dog adopting dogs. That was really hard for me to say, and I don't know why. Adopting dogs. You have a soft, really soft spot, spot for, for adopting, adopting dogs. dogs. I don't know. It was like a tongue twister. Whatever you say. Tuesday, feel good. Tuesday, tongue twister. You Tuesday. can read the story about the lady who's reunited with her puppy. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And tell us what your adopted animal story is. McCall's going to talk about her dogs. Yeah. She picked them up literally off the side of the road. Yeah. So she's going to tell us that story in six minutes. I'll tell you some of my favorite cat stories, including, of course, because I think if anyone has adopted enough animals, you have a story that goes like this. Okay, they can stay, and but we're not keeping them. They we're can just stay. Gonna, we're going to get them better, and we're not keeping them. And then what they happens? They can't sleep on the bed. Yeah. They fall in love with that person, and then they become that person's animal. Yeah. Right? I have one of those. Yep. So we'll share some animal stories because that's what you need. Yeah. It's Tuesday. This is all the smiles. We'll get into it in about uh, seven minutes after Ed Sheeran. Now it's Haley Steinfeld, Alessio, and FGL. Good Tuesday morning, 636. AJ McCaw on VFX. Hashtag feel good Tuesday. We're talking about puppies. Well, animals, not just puppies. McCall's going to talk about puppies. Yeah. I'm going to talk about kittens. About kittens. Kittens. So, McCall, because there's a great story we shared. Because we like to share good stories. Absolutely. Hashtag feel good Tuesdays about spreading some good vibes. We want to make sure you're feeling good and happy. And a woman seven dogs later after giving up her puppy was reunited with it. Seven years later. What? Seven years later. What did I say? Seven dogs later. Seven dogs later. (laughs) Seven seven years years later. later. One dog year later. Basically. uh, Was reunited with her puppy. And so we want to know how you ended up with your animals. So McCall, how did you get your doggos? So... Tiesel, I ended up getting her up in Weston somewhere when I was like 19 years old. And I actually got Tiesel. I don't know if I've ever told you this or not, AJ, but I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you look at it? I'll, I'll, did you look at the picture for Richard's puppy? No. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I'm going to turn this real fast. Let so me see can, if I can see it. So you can glimpse. Oh my gosh. It's Captain adorable. America, it's got. Doggo. Yeah. Super cute. So. Anyway, getting getting real for a second here, I'm AJ. Sorry. I just I I trust that dog to save the world. I'm, I do too. I'm in. I do too. Um, when I ended up getting Tiesel, I actually got Tiesel because I was getting out of a really bad relationship, right? And I really was starting to like Dustin, which was like not something that I had planned on doing because I didn't. You know what they say, you find it when you aren't looking for it. Exactly. So anyway, I ended up getting Tiesel because I wanted to feel like I could love something, I guess. As weird as that sounds. But it's true. No, so I think it makes sense. I got her. We ended up getting Yogi in like La Pointe, which is just outside of Vernal. And he was like 20 bucks. Cool doggo. He's he's such a sweet dog. But sis He's a mama's boy. He is. Sis is a different story. Sis, we got her about two years ago. Her and her sister, little Miss Daisy May, we got both of them because they were just abandoned on the side of the road in Texas. And now Dustin's dad lives off off on some old country roads, mm-hmm. clear out in the middle of nowhere. And we were down there. These dogs kind of wandered into his little house and 
I just said, well, whose dogs are these? And they said, well, we don't know. They've just been wandering around. So we were down there for a week, I think. And the dogs just kind of stayed around. And the second night that they were there, Dustin said, McCall, let me see your iPad. We'll see how we can fly these guys home. Because otherwise they're just going to die here. Because we took them into the vet to make sure that they were, you know, defleed, dewormed, right. de whatever. Taken care of. Ticks and everything. Make sure that they're taken care of. And took them in. And the the vet down there said they put down 10 to 15 dogs a week in that small little town because of how many dogs are just abandoned. And in That's San sad. Antonio, which is just about an hour north, they put down between 50 and 60 dogs a week. That's really Because sad. people just drop them off on the sides of the road and they just have, they don't, if they don't sell, they just drop them off on the side of the road or they shoot them. So... Dustin said, you know what, let's fly these dogs home because they're going to die here. So bless his heart, we end up flying these dogs home, get them all taken care of and make sure that they're registered. They had to get like a registration process to fly. Basically, the vet just had to say, yeah, okay, they can fly. So vet said, yeah, okay, they can fly. We get them home. Daisy ended up getting really sick and ended up passing away, which was sad. But sis has been like the best dog ever. She's like a Catahoula pit mix, I think. See, McCall says that, but then every other day here, sassy butt. She's such a sass. I She's love her. She's a daddy's her. girl. She is. She wants all of the attention from Dustin. But that's how I got my dogs. I love them. So I in, love them. In my household, I think it's pretty obvious that you love your dogs. I think most. I think people that haven't listened to us know that you love your dogs. Yeah. So my family has a soft spot for abandoned cats. Uh-huh. Uh, my... For the longest time, my dad and stepmom have delivered newspapers as their side hustle. It's the way they earn extra money. They picked up Sebastian. My dad was delivering papers and found a little kitten in a bush and picked him up and brought him brought him home. And Sebastian was enamored with my dad immediately because whenever my dad got out of the car to deliver papers, he'd climb up on the dashboard to watch him, and then he climbed down when he walked oh, back in the cute. car. Uh, my stepmom picked up one night delivering papers, picked up Smokey was his name, because he's a gray and white cat, and he was abandoned on a very busy road and meowed his head off so much that night that he damaged his vocal cords, so he can't meow. He just no kind of squeaks. Oh, he just squeaks. He just kind of squeaks. The squeak dog. The and then, as kitty. I said, I think anyone who's adopted enough animals, especially if you've picked them up, has a story of someone maybe saying, look, we'll give them some food, some water. They could stay for a little bit, but we're not keeping them. Yep. Well, one night, two orange tabbies wandered in my parents' garage, and my stepmom took him some water and some cat food, because we have cats, if you couldn't tell. And my dad said, okay, well, they can stay in here until the weather gets a little bit better, but we're not keeping them. Well, it was a boy and a girl. They were brother-sister cats, and they named they named the, the girl Samantha, and again, S names, remember, Smokey, Sebastian, Samantha, and they named the boy Spartacus, and they call him Sparky. Well, Sparky bonded with my dad, and he became my dad's, like, left-hand cat. And so anytime, like, when my dad gets up in the morning because he's worked first shift before, uh, Sparky will sit on his lunchbox while he gets everything ready. Sparky waits for him at the, the top of the stairs for him to come home. And trust me, I've gone home slightly before my dad normally gets off work before, and Sparky's sitting there, and then he's really disappointed that it's not my dad. Oh. That's so, so cute. That's my family is a soft spot for cats. I like that. I like that a lot. 
Uh, by the way, what I was laughing at earlier, Richard Carpenter shared a picture of his dog for hashtag Feel Good Tuesday. Hank, Hank the Captain America doggo. It's on our Facebook page under visitor post. You gotta see it because that dog, correct me if I'm wrong, we'll call that dog looks like, all right, human, let us save the world. I will save the world. That's exactly what he looks like. He's a cute dog. Go check it out and tell us how you ended up with your rescue animals as well because it's hashtag Feel Good Tuesday. Uh, you can read the story about the woman who was reunited with her puppy after seven years. She'd give it up seven years later, happened to find her puppy again on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. How did you end up with your rescue animal? 31 degrees at 6.50. Good Tuesday morning. It's AJ McCall on VFX. Utah's VFX on Facebook. Give us your hashtag Feel Good Tuesday. Whether it's a new job, a birthday, an anniversary, we'll shout you out. We want to sp- spread the good vibes. Yeah. But also while you're on Facebook, make sure you give us a like because every 100, we of course do a uh, prize giveaway. We give away Lava Hot Springs tickets yesterday because we hit 6,400. Yeah. 6,500. That's 500 likes. We just like giving stuff away. Yeah. And that 500 likes is a Serenoni blanket. Yeah. So and we're already, what, I think close to a third of the way to 6,500. Mm-hmm. And all you do to get yourself entered in, it's really easy. If you like the page, you're entered in. Every time we do a prize drawing, everyone that likes the page gets put into a generator and we come up with a random name. That easy. So tell everyone, again, share your feel-good dog or animal rescue stories, create them a Facebook page, have them like the page. Perfect. (laughs) I like this idea. Yes. I really like this idea. (laughs) We have uh, VFX's Valentine's Fix going on. A chance to win a really awesome grand prize that will help you win Valentine's Day. If you've had a bad Valentine's Day experience, if you had a bad date experience, share your story, mm-hmm. and we're going to help you rectify that with our great grand prize. We'll tell you about that in about seven minutes or so. We're going to read another finalist today. We'll tell you h- how you can get entered in, what you need to do in like seven minutes. So make sure you're paying attention. And all the information, of course, always at utahsvfx.com. Good Tuesday morning, 7.05, 31 degrees, AJ McCall on VFX. And going on right now, we're trying to help you with our VFX Valentine's Fix. Get a bad dating story. Got several bad dating stories. If you do, that's all you got to do to be able to get entered in to win, what is it, a pair of diamond stud earrings from SC Needham Jewelers. We've got a bouquet from Plant Peddler Floral. There's dinner for two at Borderline Grill. And... We've also got gifts from Cox Honeyland. Yes. You're going to win Valentine's Day this year if you submit your story. Everything you need for a great Valentine's date. And yeah, all you got to, and it doesn't have to be a Valentine's story. It can be just a bad date story. You can do it whether it's through our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, or go to utahsvfx.com. If you click on the Valentine's Fix banner, it'll take you where you put in some information, name, all that, and then you explain your story. And so what's going to happen is yesterday, A was our first finalist, Mm -hmm. leaving some anonymity. Today, McCall and I will read another story in the uh, 9 o'clock hour, actually. We're going to read our second finalist, and every day this week, we will pick a finalist. This weekend, we'll have five finalists, and they'll go up on our website, and you can vote. Who needs the Valentine's fix the most? Tuesday, we will announce the winner of that great grand prize package. Earrings, flowers, treats, dinner, everything you need to win Valentine's Day. The whole shebang. So, share your bad stories with us, your bad dating stories, because the winner is going to be the one that needs help the most. Had a lot of experience, they're going to help win Valentine's Day. That's what we're doing with VFX's Valentine's Fix. And 
These stories. Thank you to everyone that they're shared, so by the way. They're so good. I mean, they're horrible. I <laughs> McCall, feel really bad. That's the other thing. We agreed yesterday because we did the bad date thing yesterday. We're all in agreement. We're going to move past it. This is part of the healing process. We're just going to laugh, and they're just going to be bad stories. Yep. That's what it is. Now we're, we're laughing and, and trying to win. So share your stories again, whether it's through Messenger, VFX, Facebook, Utah's VFX is the Facebook page. Send us a message with your bad story or utahsvfx.com. And again, all the info you need, the prizes, everything, utahsvfx.com. Just click on VFX's Valentine's Fix banner. AJ and McCall with you. More Feel Good Tuesday in uh, customer service form. We'll get to yeah. that after McCall's 411, which is next. Okay, so AJ, do you remember when Blake Lively ended up having to stop filming because she broke her wrist for this recent challenge that, or this recent project, I guess she's been doing the rhythm section? I don't think so. So that happened back in December. She okay. ended up breaking her wrist and they had surgery on it and continued filming. Well, now she's got to have a second surgery on her wrist. Yeah, so. Right? So she's going to go in for the second surgery. They're going to end up putting off filming for the rhythm section that's supposed to be due out... I'm not sure when, but they're resuming filming in June. So they have to wait until June for Blake Lively to recover and make sure that her wrist is all taken care of. Right. They've spent $50 million on this movie and they've got to wait to film it again. But Blake Blake Lively's an incredible actress. So obviously they're going to wait. They're not going to fill the role. Of course. They wanted to make sure that she was in it, but the fact that she's got to go through a second set of surgery is ridiculous. Not a good year for starlets and tripping because Carrie Underwood hurt her wrist too. Right. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, curse you ice. Curse you ice. Wendy Williams is a, a bitter individual. That's what she is. I mean, get me. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm sure she's done great things in her life, too. She's just slamming more and more and more people. You know, I watched her interview that she did the day after the Super Bowl and ended up slamming, first of all, Kylie Jenner's whole video. Right. Slammed Kim Kardashian because Kim Kardashian featured Chicago West in there, which I don't see any problem with. Because, well, they're family, and it's the first time that Kylie Jenner had ever seen her niece, basically. That too. So there's that. And then she just talked about how underwhelming Justin Timberlake's performance was. This lady just gets, I don't know what her deal is. She just, any opportunity she gets to spit fire at people, she does. I think Wendy Williams toes that line that she thinks she's sassy, but she toes that line where she says something. She's like, I was only joking. And people are like, no, that's just mean. No. She it, toes that line. It is mean. Except she doesn't toe it. She's clearly she, on one side of it. Yeah, she is that line. And uh, Pink's husband, Carrie Hart, posted an adorable Instagram photo of his lovely wife and little Willow on the sidelines of the Super Bowl and just said that he was beyond proud of his wife who was battling the flu and performing the national anthem. Hashtag goals. That's the 411 this hour. AJ and McCall on VFX. It's hashtag feel good Tuesday. And Best we started off of the week. today with uh, animals. Adopting yeah. animals. There's a great story about how a lady who had to give a puppy found puppy later. Yeah. Yay. It's like seven years later. Yay. I'm sure that dog is still attached to her. Yay. Also, there's a great story we just got sent by Gracie Lou. I got to tell you, Gracie, if you're listening, writing the letter to your parents, the four page paper. Oh, 
genius. I I'm can't. still working my way through story, but genius. I gotta I go read it. it. I gotta good. go read it. I'm excited. So how did you get your rescue animals? That was the first part. And please continue to share because who's going to turn down pictures of dogs, first of all? Right. But Not now us. another good story and a little background. Tipping is a, it's not constant discussion among VFX staff. It's pretty continual, but though. But it comes up a lot. I would say that our conversations about tipping are fairly regular. More frequent than not. And, and it's not that, I feel like it sounds bad. Oh my gosh, VFX staff's a bunch of jerks. No, it's no, not no. that. We just have discussions about which restaurants you tip at because we've been to some and I, I think we've all been there you go to those ones where it's a self-serve restaurant but there is a waiting staff that'll like maybe take your plates maybe get you a drink so we have conversations about that uh just yesterday we went out for lunch and now a lot of places use those like what ipads with the square yeah they're the squares mm-hmm. and so we've had mccall and i talked about that yesterday do you tip regardless yes I do too. That's my answer. I always tip. Try to be a nice guy. But nonetheless, tipping is something that comes up. And this hashtag feel good story also is related to tipping. And much like much like the last hour with the adopted dog, McCall has very much expertise I in do. customer service. Hence, yeah, after it's been a couple of years, but I used to waitress a little bit. And so it's been like five years or so since I did. Has you it think really been five years? You oh yeah. I think you could still do it. Yeah. It wasn't it definitely wasn't my favorite job just because it was so stressful. Right. But it I could do it still. I don't think I'd have an issue with it. So the story, Chad Johnson, who is a six time pro bowler. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. Hey, Chad Ocho Cinco. Okay. Number eighty five. Great. I football. <laughs> cool. Uh Anyway, he went to Applebee's and he said he was so impressed with the tablets at Applebee's, which I just went to Chili's over this last weekend and they had them there and I didn't know what the heck was going on. I'm like, why is there a thing on my table? I don't want this thing on my table. Anyway, he was so impressed. stuff on it. I don't care. I'm just telling you. There's a whole bunch of like TVs up on the wall. I can just watch TVs (laughs) on the wall. Anyway. He was so impressed with these tablet things that you can just pay your bill. He kept raising his tip amount until his finger cramped. So he just kept going and going and going. He ended up paying $207.50 tip, which was 342% of the bill. I'm sure he didn't just think it was some kind of game. Yeah, high score. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he thought it was some sort of a high score or what. All I know is that... If it were me, I would have been very appreciative of it. Now, I'd hope so if it was an almost 350% tip. Right. But I think I just think it's cool of him to leave leave a big tip. My own personal opinion with this, I always leave 20 25% uh, always regardless of service. If I'd service is if service is like shoddy, maybe I definitely always tip. I don't do zero tip. No, never. I usually will probably leave 20%. I feel like the older I get, the more I have, I've learned patience. Right. So like yesterday, and I do, I think it's because I mumble. So it's, it's a big chunk is on me. But like if my order gets messed up, I don't really make a big deal about it because most places are really cool about changing it anyway. Right. And so... Is it an inconvenience? Maybe a little one. Do but, I have the time? Probably. So right. Eh. 
You got two minutes to wait for him to remake it. It's not a big deal. So, eh. But, it happens. I mess up too. I, I just kind of become more patient about stuff like that. Right. Which is, I feel like it's basic human instinct, basic human nature, really. So what is the question you want to ask on this hashtag feel good Tuesday, McCall? Well, first of all, I want to know if you want to weigh in on it. What's the biggest tip that you've ever received when you're waitressing? And also, what's the largest bill that someone's ever run up that's just stiffed you on? That you never got a tip on. That's the question. Because I've got a couple. Interesting. I can't wait to hear your stories. Oh. I have friends. I've I've never worked because well, I've I did clothing. I didn't do food. I purposely avoided food. Right. However, I am one hundred percent curious to hear McCall's stories on this. Oh, I've got stories. So McCall's gonna share the story from Chad Johnson on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. What is the biggest tip you've given? And what is the biggest stiff you've gotten on a bill? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. 435-787-0945, the number to call. And, of course, always on Facebook, Utah's VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. What's the biggest tip you've ever gotten? And what's the biggest bill you've ever been stiffed on? Because life is about balance sometimes. Of course it is. Well, I mean, and this all comes from Chad Johnson. I guess his name is Ocho Cinco. Chad Ocho Cinco. Okay. So he ended up going to Applebee's and tipping 342% because he was so impressed with the tablets. He just kept hitting the button to keep adding tips, which was kind of cool. But this reminds me of the days back in the day when I was waitressing. Were you a good waitress? Yeah. I would say so. I made all of my bonuses and everything. So good job, McCall. Thank you. So I hit all of my sales goals. I've always been really good with salesy type stuff. But I remember one time there was a big group of people that had come in and I used to work like graves a lot. I used to work the graveyard shift. So I'd come right. in at 11 and I'd work until about 630 or seven o'clock. Okay. And then I would leave and then I would be miserable because then I had to sleep during the day and I didn't actually sleep during the day. I just ran on rock stars and monsters ruined. I'm sure my heart. So anyway, I would work overnight. So there were a lot of people that would come in that would be pretty buzzed and order a bunch of food. Cause I worked at Denny's. I mean, of all places, that's, that's the stop. Yes. That's the stop. Yes, it is. So people would come in and there was one group that was always really good. They would come in and be really excited when they found out that I was working and I'd get their order to them. The one guy would take care of the tip or take care of the bill and everybody else would put up what their tip was basically for what, what they thought. There was one time that I ended up making, what would it be? 200% twice as much as twice what the as bill much was. As the bill would be 200%. Yeah. So that was cool. And mind you, there were like four people and it was Denny's. So it was like $40 for everything, but it was really cool. Still good job, McCall. Thanks. I think that was the only profit I made that night, (laughs) but that tended to that, that happened a lot of the times, but there was one big group of people that was there at the exact same time as this other group of people. Okay. And they were also equally as buzzed. They were hooligans. I went to high school with them. I don't mind diamond them out. 
and <laughs> opened. They used to open up all of the jelly packets and they would throw them all over the lobby. Jerks. Right. And throw all the sugar packets all over the lobby. And they ring up like a $150 bill and paid for it. And then they stiffed me because I, quote, didn't clean up the sugar fast enough. <laughs> so stupid. Right. People are jerks. I yeah. know. I have a, a buddy of mine I went to college with who was who was a server. It was a Texas Roadhouse, actually, I think is where he worked. Uh-huh. And would post pictures all the time of dumb stuff people would do. Like, when I don't know why this became a thing. I've never attempted it. But why did people start flipping cups of water upside down and putting stuff in it? Like, people would put his tip in that cup of water yeah, and, and then you've flip it upside get down it. on the table. Yeah, people, people used to do that all the time. Why are people dumb? It just... You just tip it upside down and then you just put it on the table and it's like, if you want the dollar, you got to get it. Yeah. And it makes such a mess. I've also seen a lot of different like writings on the check at the end of it that says says things along the lines of, you didn't bring me a straw, no tip for you, or we're a family of seven, we can't afford a tip. Look, if you're going to go to a place of like waitressing, don't. If you can't afford a tip, you can't afford a meal. So, yeah. Don't come out. What's an extra $3, really? I don't even look at it that far. That's part of the bill. It is a part of the bill. If you quote unquote can't afford the tip, you can't afford to eat because someone's working to serve you. How about I go to your place of work and be like, sorry, can't afford it. You did your job for free today. Exactly. Well, that's kind (laughs) of here. It happened a lot of the times. There was a big group of people that I think it was a 10 top table. So there were 10 people and we rearranged the entire dining room for them and everything. And the bill was maybe $200 okay. and I got stiffed on it and they wrote on the note and it took the problem is is that those big 10 top tables it's like an hour and a half of your time because you're spending time and you can't take any other tables because you just have this big 10 top table right, so they're sense. like oh well you're going to make a big tip off of it and I can't tell you I think they came in twice two separate times and both separate times wrote on the on the ticket Sorry, we have a big family. We can't afford to tip you, basically. That just makes me so angry. I know. That's so dumb. It's so frustrating, but it happens all the time. How do you decide that you can spend that much on a meal, but you can't fork up the what two hundred dollars? Ten percent is ten. You could ten percent is twenty bucks. Yeah. And now AJ's mad. I am because I have a family member. I have a couple family members, but I have a family member who, and I, I will. Leave this in anonymity, but mm-hmm. I have a family member who I refuse to pretty much eat with because they are notorious for being extremely critical of waiting staff. And I'll share some of their glorious moments of being a tipper in like six minutes. But the question is, what is the biggest tip you've ever gotten? What is the biggest bill you've ever been stiffed on? 435-787-0945 is the number to call. Or text us 68255. Start your text with VFX. And, of course, you can read about the story that inspired this all on Facebook, Utah's VFX. What is the biggest tip you've ever received? What is the biggest bill you've ever been stiffed on? AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall, going back to days of, of yore. Back to days of yore. Working in customer service. Uh, it's a it's a great great feeling. It was all inspired by uh, former football player Chad Johnson, Cincinnati Bengals, enamored with the tablets at an Applebee's. So he ended up tipping a huge amount. Three hundred and forty-two percent. It was two hundred and seven dollars and fifty cents.
hurts. That'll make somebody's day. Yeah. So we want to know, on the hashtag Feel Good Tuesday side, what's the biggest tip you ever received? And out of curiosity, what's the biggest bill you've ever been stiffed on? And so McCall shared a few of her stories. Now, for me, I, there's a family member I refuse to eat with now mm-hmm. because they're notorious for being extremely critical of waiting staff. I remember one vacation. It was, uh, I think, the Grand Canyon. And they, of course, have an area, I think, somewhere down near the bottom where there's some shops and stuff. And we went and got lunch. It's a tourist area. It's the summer. Grand Canyon is busy. Always. So the restaurant was Packed. Right. Now, I'm at this point, I think, in high school. So it's been a little bit. And I don't remember waiting excessively long, but apparently my family member had decided that it was. And I'm pretty sure stiffed the waiter because we walked down after we ate. We walked down a few buildings and we're at, I don't know, shopping or something. And my brother and I decided not to go in. And the waiter came and found us, handed me the receipt, and said, tell your dad I'm sorry that we're really busy today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. That's so sad. I refuse to eat with said family member because that's probably one of the worst ones, but it's just I've gone out to eat with the family member a couple times, and then I get to that point, and they... Family members are like, okay, how much should we tip? And I I just, I cringe. Yeah. Because I've sat through it enough and I'm like, really? Like, I've called them out on it too. Been plenty of time. I, just, I can't do it. It embarrasses me. It really does. It embarrasses me. And I'm not even the one, like, if I'm not paying. It embarrasses me to be part of it. Well, I would, I would agree with you. I've been in situations with people who don't tip very well. And it makes, it makes us kind of infuriated Dustin and I both will be out at a restaurant somewhere and whoever we're eating with will leave like a 2% tip or something and we just we get so mad so we end up leaving a tip anyway because if I have cash I'm dropping it on the table always always and sometimes we have to when we're going out with some people we'll bring cash because you know, I've been in that situation before. Dustin and I were dating when I was working at Denny's, and so he got to see some of the times that sucked because people were not very nice. Have you... I have a family member who makes the argument that way back in the day, they worked in in food industry, and so that makes them all the more qualified to judge a waiting staff. See, and I look at it the same exact way. I worked in the food industry five years ago, which makes me all more qualified to judge the waiting staff, upon which I realized, look, it's tough. Waitressing is tough. It's a hard freaking job. And and if you mess up, it's fine, because guess what? I've been there. I can empathize and sympathize with you, because I've literally been in that same situation. I'm not going to be that person that just doesn't tip you anything it doesn't make sense to me no i'm with you like but there's the patience there's a a difference to me that's that's where i get lost because i get that yes they're working in the service industry so they need to provide good service but that doesn't mean you just throw out that they can't make a mistake 
Or and that's the other thing too is I feel like this family member criticizes the waiting staff and doesn't realize there's a kitchen and all this. There's, there's so many other people involved that in could it. Go wrong that they had no control over. Right. It's not like it's just said waiters issue, and that's something that a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people don't realize, don't step out of their own person to realize that the other people are also going through stuff. You know what I mean? I think that's in general with everything, but especially with waitressing. I just think that family member is kind of a kind of a jerk, honestly. Right. Because said family member complains about service at places and then goes to the same places again. And it's like, okay, well, if you thought the service stunk... Then why are you going why back? Why are you going back? It sounds like some kind of weird form of torture that nobody else would partake in. Right. Why? If you had a bad experience, why are you going back? Because you just want to make yourself more miserable or Apparently. what? I, yeah. I, it's, it's one of my bugaboos. I've never worked in the way you said, but it's one of my things. It sets me off. So hearing McCall tell stories of getting stiff makes me mad. Yeah. What's the biggest tip you've ever gotten? What is the biggest stiff you've ever gotten on a bill? Comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. AJ and McCall's debate at eight. And with Valentine's Chicks going on, the way you get entered in, if you, uh, uh, to share your story on our website, utahsvfx.com, it all gets forwarded to an email address so we can keep it organized, right? Right. right. If you couldn't tell, McCall and I use a lot of social media. I think it's been well noted that Butters communicates our producers in charge of us via email occasionally. Mm-hmm. I never get them because mm-hmm. I don't pay attention. So we had to dig up. The email address, because we don't use it a ton. And it's a real simple one, Utah's a VFX. But we it's really all it is. We got talking about old email address and realized that it might be yeah, a little we, embarrassing. We, we got some pretty good ones. We got some pretty good ones. So for today, very simply, because we are talking about high school stuff yesterday and who didn't have try to have the coolest screen name on AIM. There's a throwback for you. Well, right. What is your first email address mine's good is it yeah. you're sure yeah mine's mine's lame well of like, course mine's was, lame too i thought i was hot stuff back I in the did day but too. it's lame mine yeah mine's pretty lame now it's just like my junk mail email so hey if you want my email you're welcome to it because it's just junk mail yeah i think it's here's the, i'm gonna ask i don't want you to answer this yet okay we'll wait and find out what your email address is but here's a question for you how long did you have that email address before I remember getting a speech from my mom about this. You were like, <laughs> maybe I should pick something slightly more professional. I was, I don't know. It's It was a couple of years. It was quite some time. Background on the story. I used to have one of those voicemails on my cell phone that was like the trick ones. Where it's like, right. uh-huh, yeah, hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how, one of those. You got my voicemail. So my mom fell for it a bunch of times and then got mad and... I'm sure she'll make the argument that she was trying to help me as I became more of an adult. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. But really, the speech was something along along the lines of, you're getting older, you're going to start applying for jobs, and some important people are probably going to be calling you and leaving you voicemails. Don't you think you should upgrade a few of these things to make them a little bit more mature? Yeah. And I was like, fine. I'll be an adult, I guess, sort of. But the question is, what was your first email address? And what's the story behind it? That's definitely what I want to know. We'll share ours in about 15 minutes or so. We'll get to 411 here in about 6. McCall does that every hour around the 11th. 
What is your first email address? We, of course, get on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can get us there. One word, Utah's VFX. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX or 435-787-0945, the number to call. Look, say what you will about the Kardashians. And I will say a lot about the Kardashians. Because AJ does say a lot about the Kardashians. But Wendy Williams decided that she was going to take a stab at the Kardashians over this last week. I don't understand this woman. I just, I don't. It doesn't make much sense to me. Maybe she just makes her money off of being, you know, a jerk. A narcissist. I don't know how you want to explain it. She ended up coming at the Kardashians because Kylie had her baby this weekend. And they posted a like 11 or 12 minute long video, which was adorable, by the way. I thought it was really cute because Kylie took some time away so that she could grow up a little bit, make sure that she could be prepared to be a mom and not be so stressed um, with everything else going on with her company, with with everything and hired it all out, which is which is great. Good, good honor. But if you remember, Kim's surrogate also had a baby, you know, two weeks ago or something like that. So it was the first time that Kylie had met baby Chicago and Wendy took a stab at it. She ended up saying, you know, how selfish of Kim to put this baby in Kylie's video when it's just. It was still lost on this. What's selfish about it? Exactly. It's not like it was Kim's move. It wasn't like it was Kim that said, oh, you know what? You have to include baby Chicago in there because it was Kylie's move. It was Kylie's video the whole entire time. Anyway, she took stabs at Justin Timberlake also with his halftime performance saying it was, quote, underwhelming. And she just likes to take jabs at people, apparently. I think she's one of those people who in the like entertainment Hollywood world Likes to be the person that doesn't like things that everybody else likes. I would say that that's probably true because I can I can definitely see it. Blake Lively has to get a second hand surgery after she got injured on the set of the rhythm section. And they aren't going to resume filming until June. So she's got a long time that she's got to recuperate and get recovered from this surgery for them to be able to pursue this $50 million movie, which is crazy. Yeah, it is. That's the 411 this hour. The debated eight on VFX. What was your first email address? We had to dig through to find uh, the email we used to organize VFX's Valentine's Fix. And then we got talking about old email addresses and realized, man, we were huge dorks. Yeah. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. All right, McCall, the moment of truth. As they say, ladies first. What was your first email address? My first email address was call me cuckoo. C-A-L-L-M-E-C-U-C-K-O-O. Because I was like, this is the coolest email address ever. <laughs> Lies and slander. Why, why Why? was that? How did you come up with that email address? How did you put it together? Because my name is McCall. Right. So we just went with call. And I wish, I wish I would have done McCall me cuckoo instead. That would have been much better. I know. Who would have forgotten that? Nobody. nobody. The answer is Nobody. I don't know how we came up with it. I thought it was very clever. I thought I was very much like. You're a cool person. Yeah. You're a cool person. Yeah. I'm a stunner. <laughs> yours is better than mine. At least yours had a little bit of thought in it. Mine was. And so let let me remind you. Huge band geek through middle school and high school. Every band in high school. I did it. Mine was band freak 0529. 
0529 is my birth date. Band Freak's what I came up with because I loved it. Like, so, a little bit of insight. One of the things I loved about marching band in high school was we competed. That was one of the things I loved. The bus right. trips and competing. So, when you did state performances, like there was districts, regional, state. That's right. how they ranked uh-huh. for what you competed for. You weren't allowed to talk about the scores. You could find them out as a band, but they weren't allowed to be publicized. You never knew positions. You just knew who qualified, right? Uh-huh. Well, of course, there's a forum for it where people from bands all across the state can get on and talk, and you can watch videos and right, see how things right. did, right? We used to have speeches before we went to performances about how we could talk about stuff, and I would get singled out in the speech because I was on that forum a lot and commented a lot. So just to put in perspective how much of a huge dork I was, and really still am, but especially then, there's your perspective. Okay. <laughs> but you still have yours, you said, right? I do. Mine's still, mine's still there. It's my, uh... Sign it's up my for this junk free email. I know exactly which email I'm going to use. Yep, I have that one as like a second. So my free trial of Netflix just came up. My 30 days is up. So I renewed it. On a different website email oh, address. <laughs> now, here's a, here's a question for you. Do you have that, we'll say screen name, Kay. for multiple email services? So for instance, no. you have that screen name at Gmail no. and AOL. No, really? no just okay. the one. So my band freak one doesn't exist anymore. I got rid of it. However, the one that replaced it is Minimat, M-I-N-I-M-A-T-T-0529. Uh, it was a nickname, Marching Band again, because a senior graduate I came in, and apparently I was a spitting image of him, and it stuck, and I thought it was cool because I never had a nickname before. So, Mini Matt, uh, I have on multiple email services. Huh. It was my, that was that email address that my mom was like, that, the voicemail thing, maybe get something a little bit more professional. Yeah, I changed mine. Hmm... I can't remember. 10th grade, maybe, when I started applying for jobs. I changed, I got a new one in like 10th grade. I think my mom would approve or the 11th grade. To do that. I can't remember. It was either 10th or 11th grade because I couldn't hand out Call Me Cuckoo to everybody and their dog. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Is it? No. Is it? You just confessed to it on air. <laughs> I don't care. It happened. It's a part of my life, AJ. <laughs> Embrace it. <laughs> Well, you've got, we've got Sean on the line. Sean, what was your first email address? Yeah, the first email address was uh, fatboy0105. Now, is that with a PH? That is definitely with a PH. Now, huh. What was the reasoning for that email address? Oh, when I was a kid, I was always growing up as, as the fat kid, so I decided to go with the PH as the pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> Did you know that was a thing? PH, like fat? No, like... but like pretty hot and tempting for P-H-A-T. Oh. I never knew that. No, I probably should have, though. Did I thought it... I was hip with the kids. <laughs> Did it work with the ladies? Uh, no, decidedly not. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> I did not know that until until Sean called and said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's an That acronym. makes so much I sense. so dumb. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I I didn't know that either. Remember when PH used to be the coolest thing? Like yeah. you try to put it in everything. Fun. P-H-U-N. Right? Now, now, now we're just going back to high school. My voice already cracked once. I feel like it's going to do it again. Probably so. Living all these memories. What was your first email address? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. We're on all the social medias. Utah's VFX. One word, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or call like Sean did, 
435-787-0945. The Debate at 8, what was your first email address? It's the Debate at 8 on VFX. Before we go very much further, I have to wish a happy birthday, 19, to Mr. Alex. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. Something like that. So, the Debate at 8. I'm, <laughs> I just think about this kid. So, Alex is 19. I'm starting to have this conversation with the calls because we're talking about email addresses. What was your first email address? And so someone, Kirsten mentioned she had a Juno account. And I I think I recognize that, but McCall has no clue what it is. And we're talking about different, I guess, social media, really. And McCall and I are five years apart, and McCall's making me feel old. Didn't mean to. I was like, is AIM a big, was AIM a big thing when you were in high school? The AIM answer was a big was... thing when I was in third grade. Shut up, McCall. It was cool. You had to come up with the cool away messages for why you were busy. Well, yeah, I think it was probably more so fifth grade or that's not much better. Fifth, sixth, seventh grade ish. Now you're just now you're just trying to make me feel better. I just I, Facebook was a big thing when I was in high school. Facebook came out when I moved from Brigham City to Tremont, and so I got a Facebook because I got to keep up with all of my friends that were in Brigham City while I lived in Tremont. So it had just come out in let's see when did I move two thousand. Nine, yeah, two thousand nine. So making me feel old. I got a Facebook. I think my junior year of high school. Yeah, I, got I, a- I was. I admittedly, I think I was late to it. But like, I'm, I'm an AIM kid. I remember AIM. It was a big deal. MySpace. I had one of those. You ranked your friends, your top eight or however many, and you had songs that played top on nine. your profile. Top nine. No, nah, I whatever. I do whatever. No, nah, mine were in rows of four. I'm pretty sure. Don't, don't lecture me on MySpace, McCall. I never had a MySpace. My I mom told Zanga. me I wasn't allowed to. People remember those. I wasn't Calls allowed to. feel old. <laughs> what was your first email address? You can comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Amanda said hers was Ducky A23. Because in seventh grade, she broke her nose in volleyball. And he had to wear a nose protector, so she looked like a duck. Ducky became her nickname. And she, she owned, just owned it. it. Good stuff, girl. Good plan. You do that. Do you have a volleyball nickname, McCall? No, not that I can think of. Apparently you weren't cool enough. They, shoot, there was one, but I think I spaced it from my mind because I hated it. <laughs> I can't remember. There was one girl named Mackenzie that looked, she was older than me and people used to say that I looked like her twin. And so a lot of the times people would say that we were sisters and we weren't sisters. I got you. But I guess we just looked alike. That's how I got that mini Matt nickname. Which is pretty common. Um Oh, people used to tell me I was a gazelle because my legs are just really long and awkward. And we had to do these like leaps around the gym one time. And they told me I looked like a gazelle. So that kind of stuck for a little bit when I was in Brigham. Zelly and Muckle. Great. I'm I'm very much enjoying this. Great. (laughs) Randy's on the line. Uh, 435-787-0945. You want to call Randy? What was your first email address? Oh, it was, of course, the ladies' man. Hotmail.com. I thought it added it uh, all together. It's like ladiesman02596. I got to ask, because McCall and I were just talking about this, were there any Zs in it? No. Well, good job, Randy. You got one of the originals. Yeah. Of course, ladies' man. Speaking of, so... My one of the girl, one of the girls I dated in high, dated, it's high school dating, dated. My junior year had I, I thought a pretty cool screen name. Plus, I just thought it was cute, and I was dating her. It was Laser Lips with a Z. Wait, like a Z course. in laser or the Z in lips or both? 
Is there Z's all over the place? Oh, geez. Now I'm thinking. Uh, no, I think it was, it was L-A-Z-E-R-L-I. I think it was two P's, P-P-S. And she actually, it was cool because have you ever seen the Rolling Stone album, the one they used, the lips? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. She had that. It was one of the, that was her, it was her little icon and it changed different colors. Oh, cool. I thought it was cool when she told it to me. Because yes, back in the day, I'd be like, hey, what's your screen name? Let's aim. I like it. <laughs> I'm starting to feel old. Uh, along the lines of ladies, man, Shelly commented on her Facebook page said hers was QT babe 14. And then expanded, said, obviously, thought pretty highly of myself back then. I like it. <laughs> well, those ones are the most common, you know, like. Ladies, man. Yeah. Babelicious, one, four, seven, seven, nine, twelve. Because <laughs> it was already taken by everybody else. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody had the same thought. Yeah. This just makes me more sad that AIM was uh, shut down last year. Yeah. What was your first email address? McCall's was call me cuckoo. Yep. Mine was banfreak0529. I like how proud you, the smirk on her face. She's still so proud of that email address. I'm really not. I'm so embarrassed about it. Just, just because it's kind of a silly one. And I was so, like when I was in fifth grade, I was so proud of that email. I was just like, yeah, this is my email. You want my email address? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we can IM later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happened all the time. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. What was, what was your first email address? You can go to Utah's VFX on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, or Instagram. Or you can call us 435-787-0945 and text 68255. Then over to text, just make sure you start your text with VFX and include your name. The debate at eight, what was your first email address? <laughs> We're starting to get comfortable, I think, with each other here. So now we can fess in a little bit more on these email addresses. A little bit. It's AJ McCall on VFX, the debate date this morning. Your first email address. And again, McCall and I, mine was bandfreak0529 because I'm a huge band dork. And mine I, was call me cuckoo. Still am. McCall's, don't listen to McCall. I've seen the looks on her face as she's described it. She's still very proud of it. I'm now, really not. You really are, but I'm I'm really disappointed that you didn't go with McCall Me Cuckoo. I know. I am too. I wish I had. I I had somebody tell me that in, I don't know, sixth grade. They're like, why didn't you go with McCall Me Cuckoo? I was like, oh, I don't know. Come on, mom. You were the one helping me put this together. Jeez. It just seems like an obvious. I think it was going to be Call Me Crazy at first, which is, Take that. is fine. What's her name? That one hit wonder, call me maybe. Yeah, that's Carly Rae Jepsen. That one, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> totally blanked a popular, most popular song like five summers ago. I can't even remember her name. <laughs> oh, good one, AJ. <laughs> Sorry. So what was your first email address? So let me explain. So I start off by saying I think we're starting to get a little bit more comfortable. So we got a couple texts here. And if you want to text 68255, start your text with VFX. One was NASCAR dot period for period me so nascar for me with periods in between and the text says yes i still do have it it's my spam mail folder yeah the other one that we got is are you ready for this Uh uh-huh strawberries so sexy at yahoo.com because i was obsessed with strawberries and that was my nickname in middle school strawberries i like that (laughs) see it's all she I'm assuming a girl could be wrong. No, I don't know. 
but it's typed out like an email address, so it's all one word. So I had to sort through it visually to be like, okay, where are the words in this? <laughs> and you see that X, Y, and you're like, oh, I know what that is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Strawberry so sexy at yahoo.com. <laughs> what I was like your it. first email address? That's the debated eight on VFX. Cindy says hers was magical bookworm. Oh, that's she a good one. She it. That's a good one. I like Charlie's. Did you see his? He commented on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, all social media, Utah's VFX says, me and my friends used to give each other the dumbest 80s high fives right in the, every morning in high school. So it was only fitting that my first email was ridiculous, ridiculous 80s HF high fives at AOL.com. He said, sadly, no longer active. Unfortunately, I had to grow up and get a mature email like you guys. Sad day. I like it. <laughs> I, that was a sad day. When I ended up getting a brand new email, I mean, I, I felt pretty proud of it. And I started giving it out as a, like, oh, yeah, I've got this, uh, this brand new email. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now it's kind of slowly become my spam folder because I'm like, I don't want to give out Call Me Cuckoo. That's awkward. Do it. You go to, like, Ooh, American like Eagle or something. I idol punishment in here somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. I 100% feel like there's definitely an iPod Idol punishment somewhere in this email address thing. Do I have my old iPod? Do I have my old emails from way back when? I remember some vicious fights that I got in on on my email addresses. <laughs> there was one in particular Uh-oh. that I remember. It broke up a friendship. My friendship completely destroyed. Yowza. Yeah. That's, that's the other side of this email conversation. McCall and I start talking about... Because to me, like my first email address came from AIM. I picked an AIM screen name, and of course you get at AOL.com with that. Right. So I asked McCall if AIM was a big deal. And yeah, when I was a kid, and I'm like, that, that such it was how we communicate with each other in middle school and high school. You're killing me right now. Sorry. Like when I met a girl that I liked and wanted to court her, as it were, what's your AIM name? And then we'd message court her. and we'd talk. And I, one of my favorite AIM names, let's see, I, had a, I dated a girl named Robin. I think hers was... Uh, Actually, for the record, so yours was Call Me Cuckoo, right? That was your yeah. first one. Mm-hmm. Hers was something like Robin Cuckoo, I think, because her name was Robin. And there was Laser Lips. That was Libby. I'm trying to think what else there was. Uh, Corey's, my be- one of my best friends, his was Bowler. Bowler 61. Then he changed it to Cluckett. Cluckett. Because his last name's Luckett. His first name's Corey, so Cluckett, which was just funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Gosh, this is just taking me away. I'm like having this, just going, I'm straight in high school again. What's your screen name? What's your screen name? Add me on AIM, man. That's funny. Let's message each other and block up the phone line. Gosh. Did you have to deal with that? I did. I did. I feel really terrible if you said no. No. Mom, get off the phone! I gotta get on this! (laughs) Yeah, no, I used it. I uh, happened frequently. What was your first email address? That's the debate of date. And I like, as McCall established, not to be creepy, because, you know, we're doing VFX's Valentine's Fix. Right. We just want to know. Then you don't we're have just to curious. The, you don't have to put the last part of it. Just the screen name. What's your first email address? We're feeling now, I'm feeling nostalgic and not really embarrassed, just dorky now at this point. I'm feeling kind of dorky. What was your first email address? That's the debate at 8. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Or, of course, you can call 435-787-0945. AJ and McCall on VFX, the debate at 8. 
was what was your first email address? And two things. One, a comment just came in that I have to read to McCall because it'll warm her heart as an inner scene kid. Oh, yes. Two, yes. we've been talking about growing up, and I totally spaced on my brothers. I'm glad I remembered. I'd call him if he wasn't working right now. Zay J. McCall at VFX. First email address was the debate today because ours are dorky. Yep. Tori commented, you ready for this? Yeah. Her explanation is emo and not so great at spelling in middle school. Hers was tragedy underscore strikes at hotmail.com. No numbers. <sighs> Tragedy underscore strikes. My heart is like so happy over this. I just showed AJ a picture from like Call was seven or eight years ago. I was like a little itty bitty scene kid. I miss it. So, oh my gosh. Are you okay? McCall yes, fell. I almost fell. Someone just texted in and said my friend Libby's email was laser, laser lips 0007. Holy cow. That's crazy. I got to text this person back. Libby, my the Libby that I knew is married and has kids now, but. That's crazy. Very interesting. Actually, I just, sorry, that was the last text. The first one was, AJ, you grew up in another state, right? How can we both have a high school friend named Libby with an email of laser lips? My mind is tripping right now. You and me both. My mind's blown. We're going to talk about this. That is insane. So the other part was McCall and I's first emails was dorky. And the reason they were our first emails and not our current ones is because we both kind of got that lecture about how maybe we should grow up and get new emails. Yeah. So I've always maintained my brother's the way more mature one out of the both of us, despite the fact I'm the older one. However, when it comes to emails, he decided not to do that. Now, remember, my brother's moving to Vegas. He works in a hospital. That's his career. He works in hospital laboratories doing tests and stuff with blood. His email address, which he uses at work, is DoubleDreamHands22. No, he doesn't. DoubleDreamHands, because he's a... This is a football thing. He thinks he's the greatest football player ever. Double Dream Hands 22 is my brother's email address. No, he... No. I, I will guarantee I will show it to you. It is 100% his email address. No. Double Dream Hands 22. So much for growing up, right? Uh-huh. He's married, too. Remember, he's married. That's hilarious. He's got the career. Double Dream Hands 22. I've never even asked Dustin what his first one was. Ooh, now I want to know. I know. Now I'm curious. I'm sure he's going to say you can't say it on air, so I won't because I don't want to die, but... <laughs> Liam's on the line. Liam, tell us what was your... Uh, oh, by the way, text 68255. Right. Sorry, text with VFX. Sorry, Liam. Liam, what was your first email address? So when I was younger, I was going to be a movie star. Right. Okay, because everybody is. And I already had my screen name picked out, which was going to be Martin Lee. Okay. I don't know if they still do this, but so when I was when I took French, we had to pick like French names for French class. Yeah. I remember yeah. doing that in uh-huh. German. Yeah, and Spanish. Okay. I did it too. So I was like, ooh, they have Martin. So I was Martin. Martin. But, but since I was kind of a smart <laughs> my teacher would always call me Smarton because I would always like I was like the class clown and I would always like make smart remarks or whatever. Right. So my my email was Smarton sixty seven. What was the significance of sixty seven? It was literally just the first like available number actually, which I was really surprised. I was like Smarton, really? That's like <laughs> a, like apparently all the other Martins were like I'm smart. I'm gonna do Smarton. But, right. I love it. Yeah. The numbers is that I got to ask because are the numbers like mine, Band Freak 0529? That was my birthday. I got to pick those numbers. I'm curious if they're not. And it's very insulting when you feel like you've come up with something creative. Right. And then there's like the only available option is like 15,000 after. Because my, I know with my Snapchat, 
username. I had the issue that apparently someone had already taken my Snapchat username, so I had to put 1477 at the end of it. What's the, what's the specialty behind it? Nothing. Yeah, uh, I was trying to find it. Kirsty commented on our Facebook page said when her husband was trying to set up a Hotmail account, he couldn't find a username that would work, so he got frustrated and entered, I want to be me, please, all jammed together. Worked. No way. <laughs> Which, honestly, is kind of a cool email. I know. So that's a good one. I want to be me, please. Out. I got to share Mitch's because I, I, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm big into video games. And Mitch, said, for his gamer tag, set up an email, and it was... <laughs> What underscore the underscore dipstick. What the dipstick. What the dipstick. I love that phrase. But the best part is the second half of that story because (laughs) there was an oil commercial years and years back. I remember this commercial too. I did too. That said that was a Scottish Irish guy that was running around saying, think with your lip, think with your dipstick, lossy. He smacked him on the leg. Yeah. I remember that commercial. It was a good commercial. It was a good commercial. Now I want to watch it. Oh, gamer tags. I just love it because my sense of humor is that of a four-year-old sometimes. Right. And without getting into it, my buddy Corey was the first one of us to get a gamer tag, and his was package 621. And then my <sighs> my buddy Jeff copied him, and his was parcel 621. Oh, my gosh. See, because we're dorks. Oh, my gosh. Mine wasn't anything of the package variety. Mine actually comes from Hey Arnold. It's uh, Dark Avenger, actually, 621. If you can remember what episode, bonus points, because it's a good episode. What was your first email address? We've got McCall's 411 coming up next. We've got the Express Employment Professionals job report in about 10 minutes. And this hour, we'll be reading our second finalist for VFX's Valentine's Fix. So stay tuned for that as well. That's probably about 20, 25 minutes from now. Text us, 68255. Start your text with VFX. What was your first email address? So in case you missed it over the weekend, Kylie Jenner announced that she had a baby. Not that she was pregnant, that she actually had her baby. Just pretty impressive because they've kind of kept it under wraps for a long time. Ever. Yeah, basically. Basically ever. So she kept it super secret. Wendy Williams, who is apparently a savage, decided that she was just going to take a stab at Kylie Jenner. Actually, at Kim Kardashian because she happened to feature her baby Chicago West in Kylie's film that covered basically the last nine months of her pregnancy. I don't know why Wendy Williams thinks that she has to take a stab at, Ky- at Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, maybe because it's cheap laughs and she knows that she's going to get a response. See. But she takes a stab and she says something along the lines of Kim Kardashian is selfish for having her baby in this video. Now, I mean, you could say she's selfish for other reasons, but this necessary, this isn't necessarily one of them. I just think that if, look, if Kylie had a problem with it, Kylie could have told whoever edited the video. Tyler. Take it out. Exactly. Yeah. The guy's name is Tyler. I, oh, don't, I was like, not our, our Tyler. Tyler. Our Tyler edits videos too. Yeah. No, what? not our Tyler. Uh, Blake Lively got in an accident doing some stunt sequences on this brand new movie that's going to be coming out called The Rhythm Section. And it's like a spy movie, which I'm really excited for. Blake Lively plays this spy lady. And as someone whose first email address was Freak 0529 you say rhythm section. I'm like, 
Interesting. I love it. So she has to go through a second surgery on her hand, though, because she had surgery back in December. Now she's got a second surgery, and they're going to be spending time trying to let her recover and recuperate until June. So she's got to wait from now until June to be able to get the surgery done, which is going to be ridiculous. Will Smith celebrated Philadelphia winning with a hilarious video. I don't know if you saw this or not, AJ. I haven't and I need to. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. And Kerry Hart posted an adorable photo with his caption, Beyond Proud of Pink for performing the national anthem, even though she had the flu. Yeah, because they're cool. I love Plus, them. Pink's kind of scary, so I'd compliment her too. Yeah, I feel like Pink would fight me if she got the chance to. That's the 411 this hour. AJ and McCall on VFX. All this week, we're looking for our finalists for the Valentine's Fix. Yeah. And again, the way it's going to work is if you send us your story through a Facebook message, Utah's VFX, or online at utahsvfx.com, you're entered in, but you're not a finalist. All this week, McCall and I are picking five finalists. We had one yesterday. We'll pick another one here in about seven minutes. Yeah. Read their story. And then... This weekend, after we have five, you'll be able to vote and decide who needs the Valentine's Fix the most. Who needs the earrings from S.C. Needham Jewelers? Who needs the flowers from Plant Peddler Floral? Who needs dinner from Borderline Grill? And who needs streets from Cox Honeyland? A huge, huge prize package that's going to help you win Valentine's Day. Everything's covered that you would need. Yeah, we want to make sure that if your last Valentine's Day maybe sucked a little bit, this one doesn't. Exactly. So we are going to read our second finalist in about six minutes after Flow Rida. It's AJ McCall on VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. So, again, <sighs> the way it works, submit your stories for VFX's Valentine's Fix through a Facebook message, Utah's VFX, or through our website, utahsvfx.com. Just click on the banner. It'll take you, show you the prizes, and give you all the places to type everything out. When you do that, you're entered in. And then, all this week, McCall and I are picking finalists. So yesterday was A's story. That was her name. And anonymity, A. So we picked her. She was Monday's finalist. We're going to have a finalist for each day of this week. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, all five go on our website. And you vote for who needs the Valentine's Fix the most. And if you don't know what we're giving away, we'll get into that in a second. But first, McCall has the finalist for today. Our finalist today, her name is E. E. We'll just go with E. She's a third date with the guy. We'd only known each other for two weeks by then. Okay. He takes me surprise engagement ring shopping at Kmart's jewelry sh- jewelry section. I noped right on out of there. His friends convinced me to go to karaoke night with them and coaxed me into date number four. Guess where? If you guessed Jared's fine jewelry, then give yourself a pat on the back. I ran as fast as I could to get on the nope train to forget that, Bill. Then she followed up and said... He went all psycho, she got his mom's phone number, got her mom's phone number, excuse me, and if she didn't answer his phone calls or his texts because I was either sleeping or at work or, you know, busy, you know, he'd lifing. call my mom and say, is Erin okay? Have you heard from her? She hasn't been kidnapped, has she? She's not answering her phone and there's no response to text. He ended up being in the psych ward in Decatur after and she cut ties with him. Whose first thought is, oh my, like if I texted you... And you don't respond. My first thought is that, oh my gosh, McCall's been kidnapped. That's that's the thing, okay? Oh no. That's the thing. Oh no. I've been in a similar situation right. to this. And there was someone that I was dating 
that had got my mom's phone number oh, and would no. do very similar things along those lines. <sighs> it was just kind of a cry the for worst. attention. They just kind of wanted the attention. It wasn't necessarily like a, that's actually what they were paranoid right. about. It was just a... You know it's bad when both you and your mom have to block a phone number. My mom would send me a text and be like, bro, text this guy back, please. He's he's annoying me. I'm tired like, of managing, He's annoying you. I'm tired you. of managing all your guys, McCall. Yeah. Come on, Thanks, get mom. your life together. Thanks for always being my wingman, mom. <laughs> so, congratulations to E. Now, we have two finalists. So, keep submitting your stories because we're going to pick one tomorrow, one Thursday, and one Friday. So, we'll have five finalists for the VFX Valentine's Fix. And this weekend... You will vote to tell us who needs a Valentine's fix the most, and we'll announce that winner on Tuesday. And, of course, they will be winning dinner from two from Borderline Grill. They'll be winning the diamond stud earrings from S. Needham Jewelers, flowers from Plant Peddler Floral, and trees from Cox Honeyland. So everything you need for a successful Valentine's date, it's our Valentine's fix for your bad dates. It's a fix so that you don't have horrible year this year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And your stories, again, they don't have to be Valentine's stories. Bad date stories. Utah's VFX, send us a message or utahsvfx.com. Just click on the Valentine's Fix banner right there. It'll take you to a page where you can put in all your info, share your story, and it'll tell you all the prizes. Share your bad date stories for your chance to win that huge grand pra- huge grand prize package. Everything you need for a successful Valentine's Day. Oh, this makes me kind of sad. Why? Because they're terrible dates. Like, you know how you know how you hear those stories, and you're like, that's really bad. That can't be a common thing. And then we do something like this, and you're like, wow, there seems to be a lot of recurring themes here. Yeah. I'm not even surprised at it. That's the, the thing, is the that I'm get, not even... I'm, uh, I guess you're a girl, so a lot of the stories surprise. have been from a girl's perspective. Surprise, yeah. The thing that gets me is how, like, there's a lot of stories people share, and then afterwards, the person's like, that went really well. Let's date again. I don't get it. That I one don't gets me. get it. How are you so oblivious that you're not like, this is going you, terribly? You know what? We should go on a second date. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is great. Oh. Congratulations to A and E, our two finalists thus far for VFX's Valentine's Fix. Again, utahsvfx.com. Click on the Valentine's Fix banner. Share your story. All the information is there. And we'll pick another finalist tomorrow. AJ and McCall on VFX and change of plans. Live radio tell works sometimes. Yeah. E was our finalist today for VFX's Facebook roulette. Or excuse me, Facebook. <laughs> Valentine's Fix. Valentine's Fix. Facebook roulette is the is game we're up. playing. E was our finalist for our Valentine's Fix. However, she has graciously declined. So... Pick a new finalist for new Tuesday. New finalist! So McCall has sorted through the stories, and again, you can continue to share. We're going to get five finalists. This is only number two, and has our new finalist for Tuesday. Our new finalist is Jay. And Jay said, I got divorced after 20 years of marriage. I hadn't dated in 20 years, and I found dating as adults are so strange. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that my tough. mom has, my mom said that in the past when she ended up starting dating again. Anyway, he said, my first date as a single person, I took this lady out. 10 minutes into dinner, she tells me about how she was looking for a husband because she had been kicked out of her polygamous sect and had to divorce her husband because she was caught having an affair with one of the other wives. She then broke down in the restaurant, begging for his forgiveness and absolution. Everyone is now staring at them. 
he gets her calmed down and they finish a really weird date. By the time that he's dropping her off at the car, she is planning their wedding. He said he was so scared of her. He left and texted I wasn't interested and was so scared he was going to get killed. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm never claimed to be an expert at dating, but here's a couple things. I, I feel pretty confident in these being rules for everybody. Okay. Uh, wedding and engagement stuff, not a good idea for a first date. No, don't talk about that. Uh, while I value and I'm sure Jay really appreciates the fact that she was really open so he could make that decision quick, fast, and in a hurry, I don't think everyone needs your life story on the first date. Keeping it casual seems like a good idea. Feel if there's some chemistry. Uh-oh, McCall's laughing. What, McCall? You gotta wait for the second date for that. To, to spill your guts? You can ask Dustin how well that went. Because I spilled my guts on the second date and Dustin was like, this girl's crazy. He's right. Here we are, five years later. You are insane. <laughs> a little bit. No, no. The engagement, because Ease was the same thing. Engagement rings shopping twice. Twice was in Ease. No. No. You don't say I love you on the first date. No. As we learned from a call story yesterday, if you accidentally say I love you... You never talk to them. You never again. talk to them again. That's what happens. <laughs> so, congratulations to Jay, our second finalist. All this week, we'll be picking one a day. We'll get five this weekend. You can vote on for VFX's Valentine's Fix. Diamond earrings from SDM Jewelers, dinner from Borderline Grill, flowers from Plant Peddler Florals, and treats from Cox Honeyland, the grand prize package for one lucky winner. Also, <laughs> we got a great response on Facebook. Uh, to E's story, and it was something along the lines of, uh, I think if there's a guy bothering my daughters, and I have three, enough to call me their mom, I would be so horrible. What? You think she's missing? Come to think of it, I haven't seen her in days. I'm a very sarcastic person. Yeah, well, I think that that is the answer to <laughs> that sort of a question. I fully support that decision. I do too, 100%. 100% over. Do it. Do it. 100% do that. Okay, so VFX's Valentine's Fix is what we just got a finalist for. VFX's Facebook Roulette, that is coming up next after Bruno Mars and Cardi B. It's the Finesse Remix. Yes! AJ McCall on VFX. VFX's Facebook Roulette. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. At the end of every day, we spin our Facebook feeds. Whatever we land on, like, comment, and share. So... Without further ado, further ado, I shall spin. Okay, go. Spin. Keep spinning. The mouse. You got to keep spinning it, and you can stop the now. Mouse. I landed on Angela McKay's, our friend, and hers is. Uh, she shared funny text video. It's not really a video though. It's. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen it. It's, we're all the same underneath, except some, and it's a picture of the skulls, and they're all the same. And it says white, black, Asian, etc. Uh -huh. And then on the end, it has the first dawn of man skull, which is not as formed. Uh -huh. I ate a Tide Pod. Oh my gosh. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's a pretty funny one. Uh, don't don't eat Tide Pods. Quit eating Tide Pods. Yes. They don't belong in your mouth. In the washing machine. Yeah, that's the only place that they can go. Okay, I'm spinning. Spin. Spinning and faster. Spin, 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 spin. Stop. Spin. I landed on my good friend Harper Davis's post, and she said this seriously made my day. Uh, shared Steve Shaw's, oh, it's the NFL 2018 oh, bad lip reading. So Ooh, this is good. I'm a big fan. You can win. Yeah, that's right.
McCall wins, so she's on the VFX Facebook page. If you want to play AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. You're part of our Facebook feeds. Yay. VFX's Facebook roulette. I keep doing that. VFX's Valentine's Fix. Still going on. Share your bad date stories. Utah's VFX.com. Uh, click on the Valentine's Fix banner. Take you there. You have all the information on prizes and what you need to do. I am excited for this week, mostly because I won iPod Idol, so McCall has to dance now twice. I'm really looking forward to dancing the one time. The second time's kind of overkill, but We will be working I'm on excited. some moves today. Aww. So make sure you get your tickets again. McCall has to. It's a contest, so if you buy them from McCall, it, it contributes to her, the money she raises, which is one of the contests she's involved in for the Dancing with the Relay Stars. Right. All the money goes for Relay for Life. So send us a message if you don't have tickets and you want some. McCall will make sure to get you set up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Thursday, 6 o'clock, Ridgeline, get there. Yeah, do it. Call's dancing twice. I will be there regardless to cheer her on because we're teammates. And I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. Wish you all the luck. Again, dance moves being worked on today. Yeah, thanks. So until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.